Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. And now the moment we've been waiting for is here. Previously on the Woody and Wilcox Show. Uh, Miss America is now Miss North Dakota. For the first time ever. Look it up. Apparently, there's never been a Miss North Dakota who won the Miss America competition. Here's why I bring it up, more so than just the North Dakota thing. Um, Everybody knows the best part of any of these uh, beauty pageants? Swimsuit. No. Talent. The talent competition. Swimsuit. How dare you? You sexist pig. The talent competition. And when you think the talent competition at Miss America... What talent comes to mind first? Singing. Singing is a great one, Chelsea. Okay, Woody? Tap dancing. Tap, yes. Yeah, a lot of That's those. a good one. That's absolutely a good one. Anything else? There, there are a lot of regulars. Uh, piano. Piano, sure. That's a I, very I, popular I, talent I at uh, Miss America. Somebody did like karate. They were breaking boards. It was really sort of out there. It was cool. Really? Really. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Miss Louisiana at the uh, Miss America competition did what I think uh, you've forgotten to mention, uh, had two puppets and then performed a ventriloquist, ventriloquist act while yodeling. Can you repeat that? Sorry, I don't, th- I don't think I can. <laughs> Clearly, I couldn't say it the first time. She has two puppets. Two puppets and did a ventriloquist act that included yodeling. As any good multi-puppet ventriloquist act does. You didn't catch that? For crying out loud, come on! Lucky Lucy, are you ready? Yes! Hit it! I wanna be a cowboy sweetheart. I wanna learn the open road. I wanna ride on the plains of the desert. Uh, If you're just tuning in, this is not some tape from Woody at his Y competition back in the day. This was Miss Louisiana at the Miss America last night in her talent competition. Two puppets, uh, ventriloquist act, stand by for yodeling. Now I know why that guy tied himself to a post in the hurricane. (laughs) Oh. Night? That's not like an old clip, like the girl who was talking about the maps in the Iraq. No, that's not a mistake, Chelsea. This was in last night's Miss America pageant. That's Miss Louisiana. That was her talent. She sounds like a really good ventriloquist, too. You know what I'm saying? What's interesting is normally you wouldn't go back and listen to a ventriloquist without seeing them, right? That that does take away a little bit from the enormity of the act, (laughs) but when you can only hear it, 
you're forced you're forced to focus on how it sounds. It sounds like <laughs> I'm sorry. Why would I make fun of it? I can't that shouldn't happen. I mean, she's trying her best for crying out loud, but you can hear the clenched teeth as she does the voices. It's not going well. And then there's the yodeling though. I mean, give her credit. Give her credit. There was no teeth clenching during the yodeling. Uh, there, there may have been people <laughs> putting you guns. You clench your Whoa. teeth during the yodeling. 844-4WW-SHOW. She's oh, very attractive. She I is mean, a gorgeous woman. I'm sure she's I'm very sure. smart. And they were like, look, we got to get a talent for you. What are we going to do? Puppets, can you yodel? <laughs> I don't feel like yodeling is an automatic when you're a ventriloquist. I mean, it is amazing. That's for sure. I mean, yodeling... You know, without puppets, I feel like, you know, you're asking for deportation. <laughs> but yodeling with puppets, I mean, there's something to that, I guess. I feel like that's a... So she needs to have somebody guiding her better. Somebody sit down and have a talk with her? Well, I mean, somebody was not fair to her at that point. Like, yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, I feel like they're... Do some card tricks or something. I don't, you know. Right. <laughs> Guess numbers, like have somebody hold a number behind their back and guess, guess it. I feel like numbers. I just feel like <laughs> I feel I like be a, guess almost anything. Three. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you know or something. You know what? As a yodeling puppet, I'm going to go with Wilcox on that one. Guessing numbers <laughs> behind people's back. Right, do some origami, maybe. What? Make one of those things where you have the four sides and you. <laughs> And somebody has to your future, like whether you're going to marry a guy or live in a house. Yes, one of those exactly. I would. I think I'd rather see that than the yodeling puppets. You and Miss Louisiana, what's ass. your talent? Uh, I made a cootie eater, and it's going to tell me who, I, how many kids I have, what size house. You guys are coming. You're coming down too hard on her. Look, she's on a big stage. She practiced. She put in the effort. I know. I, and I'm, she presented us with something. We put on a terrible show every absolutely, day. Absolutely. 100%. Somebody should have stepped in earlier on us as well. I totally agree. Somebody lied to that's, me. <laughs> that's how I know. I can do voices. <laughs> I was. I don't feel like I was even bagging on her. I said there should have been somebody who helped her out more. That's all I said. Woody, you can be whatever you want when you grow up. Except get on the radio or a baseball player. I wish one of her puppets was on the radio instead of Woody. I, look, I'm not you know, glass houses and all that stuff. I just feel like, you know, something. Maybe do a bottle flip, right? That's hot right now. Just flip bottles. She was this close to winning. So kudos to Miss North Dakota. First time ever being a Miss America. And uh, kudos to Miss Louisiana, too. The following program is for entertainment purposes only. Really? That's amazing. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. They simply couldn't imagine being without each other with Woody. Ah, what the hell is the matter with you? And Wilcox. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. This is insanity! The Woody and Wilcox Show. This is like, you know, when you're getting your legs waxed and they whip that thing off real fast. That's what this is like. And now, it's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I've been through this a million times in all my years in the theater. Take a deep breath. Good. 
Blow it out. Let's just do a good show, okay? Everybody do a good show. Well, I'm going to say this right up front. It's never good when we or I or anyone on this show critiques another broadcaster. That's just something that should never happen probably on the Woody and Wilcox show. Those you know, they're, they're glass houses and that whole, you know, however that thing goes. Uh-huh. Did, did you get uh, people uh, ringing in with you on the broadcast team from the second Monday night game last night? I did, as a matter of fact, yeah. I was kind of surprised because uh, I caught some of it. I didn't watch much of it. If, if you you know if you don't follow along with football much, last night was the first Monday Night Football, and they always now do two games. And so uh, the first one was the the Saints and the Vikings, which was the traditional Monday Night Crew. And uh, by the way, Vikings twenty nine, Saints nineteen. And then they do the second game, and it's a later start than even normal. Right. So instead of being the normal whatever nine fifteen Eastern, it was. 10.30 or 10.45 or something. Very late. Uh, by the way, if you didn't stay up late, Broncos squeaking by. you got to be uh, really excited about that as a Bronco fan. Why, just because we were up by 17 in the beginning of the fourth quarter and then had to block a field goal to win it? 24 to 21 was the Jesus. final. And how weird was it to continue to hear him refer to the Chargers as Los Angeles? I couldn't, I, I couldn't get over that. Nope. Now, maybe that's not as big of a deal for everybody, but living in San Diego for a decade, that was hard to take. Um, but it was, A, I, w- I didn't realize Rex Ryan was doing NFL commentary, like on a, on a play-by-play situation. Yeah. So he was... There, first of all, there was a uh, a woman calling the play by play. First time ever. I wasn't familiar with. Yeah, first regular season NFL game called by a woman in 30 years. Just FYI for whatever that's worth. And then Rex Ryan was her color commentator. I think his first. I think his first time ever. Mm-hmm. He may have done something in the studio doing analysis or something, but uh, not great. And then they went to the sideline reporter. Did you catch any of that? I did not. Oh, that's the one that everybody's talking about. You didn't see any of that? I did not. I thought it was just me, and I thought, okay, I'm loosely in the broadcast business. I probably look at these things in a little bit different light than the average Joe. And then my our Facebook page, you must not have looked at the inbox. People are sending links to this guy. It's on the internet as memes. I mean, this oh, guy. Oh, no. really? Well, he's never, apparently, at least not in the NFL that I'm aware of, been a sideline reporter. Usually it's like what? Aaron Who, Andrews. Aaron Andrews is one usually for college football. Susie Kolber, I think, does a lot of it, I thought. Michelle Tafoya. Michelle Tafoya is very good as a sideline reporter. I remember they dabbled with Eric Dickerson for a brief while. That didn't work out so well. Uh, yeah, those turtlenecks were a little bit obtrusive. And this guy's name is Sergio Dip. And here was his first emergence last night on Monday Night Football. It's a pleasure to be with you guys here on the field from up close, just watching Coach Vance Joseph from here. You watch him now on the screen. This diversity in his background is helping him a lot tonight. Quarterback at Colorado, defensive back in the NFL. And here he is having the time of his life. I mean, you know, 
not saying the wrong thing. He's not stumbling all over himself. Sounds like that guy won a contest. And, but you it's, know. it's, I mean, A, what did he just say, you know, in terms of revealing anything? And then B, is he, is he reading it? Is it? I mean, maybe, and see, this is why I thought I'm being too critical. This is something that no one else is going to care about or notice. But I, 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 I was wrong. Other people will. I mean, one of the headlines this morning: ESPN just aired the most cringeworthy sideline reporter in NFL history on Monday Night Football. Was one of the headlines. Now, in this guy's defense, uh, apparently he's a reporter for ESPN Deportes, and so. Not English as a first language type thing? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you what, I do know this. Living in, in the on the West Coast for years, uh, in the middle of my life, I always felt like, man, whenever they do the double, the double national game, so there's the early game, they get the normal broadcast crew, they get Gruden and all that. Then they do the second game, and it's like, the guy who owns the network's kid, and then, like Chelsea said, a contest winner. <laughs> and they're like, ah. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Ah, screw it. It's the West Coast. Nobody's even, they're all high or they're all in bed. Nobody cares. They always gave the crappiest stuff to yes. the West Coast centric feed. I always felt that way. And that's just, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's my, uh, you know, going to school in Arizona and so forth. But I always felt like, why are they testing out everybody on that game? That's where Rex Ryan went. That's where this guy went. I, I, I didn't hear any of the rest of it. And in his defense, that was his first time on, you know, on the broadcast. So I just. That was, uh, that was difficult to listen to. Well, I mean, it's, I'm glad he told us where we can watch the coach and that it is on the screen. So that's helpful. But, uh, and again, I feel like glass houses, you know, it's, I know. that's ugly. I, why would time. I start the, why would I start the show off? On sort of a, it's only upward from here. He's going to do great next that's week. That's right. Exactly. Just first time it's, nerves. May change his last name, but we don't know. We, we can only lift ourselves up by putting others down. I, you know, I, the more I talk yeah. about it, the more I feel bad about it. I just, I just didn't understand it. I understand, especially why all of them together. Rex Ryan. <laughs> what? First time for a woman. She was fine. And then there was this guy. And I just thought, what, what, what is the goal? It's like preseason game four where everybody's, you know, looking for a shot to really get in there. 
So, all right. Well, that ugliness is right. That's behind us. I, you know what? If you want, pretend hor- I never said anything. You want horrible broadcasting? You've come to the right. That's place. right. Yes. And we're English as a first language, so it, there's even Barely. less excuse. Even less excuse. Um, we are going to find out uh, what's weird on Craigslist today. We'll do that in a little bit with some Craigslist prices. Right. We've got a round of it happening in Florida. What else is happening around this great land of ours? Uh, we've got a chat on the way next. The Woody and Wilcox Show. And now, it's time for The Shat Report. Stuff happening around the globe. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, the, the G is silent. Beep, 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 beep. On The Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, there's a lot going on. Obviously, some parts of the country are still uh, trying to recover and will be for quite some time, unfortunately, from uh, Hurricane Irma and still Hurricane Harvey, obviously. Uh, and then last night there was Monday night football, a lot of chatter. And thank you for those of you who continue to ring in on the, wow. on the broadcast team from the, uh, from the show last night, especially the second game, obviously. But I think we need to focus on the most important things. And I don't know if you've seen the headline this morning. These are the ones that I love. And so I feel like we need to at least, uh, address it and then maybe dissect. You ready for this? Here's the headline. Eating fast food can prevent you from getting cancer. This comes from the Department of Irresponsible Journalism. Now, I guess, loosely, they can say that. I don't know if you uh, saw the news. New study out of Boston University found that people eating fast food can protect themselves from getting skin cancer. Am I eating it or am I rubbing it on my face? (laughs) Apparently, there's some sort of acid in the food items like burgers and fries that that make your skin stronger and help you fight off melanoma. So I don't feel like stating that eating fast food can prevent cancer is anything erroneous to you. And it's just so general, too. There's so many different fast food items. Yes, there are so many different fast food items, right? There are also so many different cancers, probably even more important than the fast food items. You guys are just so negative, Nelly, this morning. I don't know what your problem is. What do you mean? Eat all the fast food. That way you beat all the cancer. Right. You won't won't get cancer, but you'll die of a heart attack. Well... Gotta die something, Chelsea. <laughs> you know what? Your skin will look fantastic. Right. It'll have it'll have a glow of its own. You won't even need makeup. The guy who does the embalming and all that is gonna be like, yeah, it's, it's too bad. Forty five seems young. But my God, look at the skin. Right. Smells like French fries. Holy cow! Just glowing and dewy. Uh, so <laughs> that I, used to be the name of our show. <laughs> <laughs> so you were glowing and I was dewy. Yes. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm uh, if I'm buying that or not. However, I will say this, Chelsea, and I guess this sort of follows closely on the heels. Nobody is more into women's fashion than I am, right? You know that. I mean, I don't need to tell you that. Mm -hmm. And so hot on the heels of finding out that eating fast food is going to prevent you from getting skin cancer, according to Boston University, we now find out that Kmart is changing what they call their plus-sized clothing. Did you see this one? 
You know I have my finger on the pulse of plus-size women and their clothes. <laughs> I've, I've based my career on that. That's what I do. Get your finger off those women. As Johnny What's-His-Name-Is to the Fabergé egg, I am to women's plus-size fashion. Johnny Weir? Johnny Weir? That's the guy, he absolutely. He has the pulse on the egg? That's right. He's got the pulse on the egg. I don't think it's his pulse that's on the egg. Did you uh, did you see? And I just found it interesting because I always think it's neat when big corporate entities decide that they've been doing things one way. And they're not going to change anything except the name, and that that's going to have a big effect on things. Husky, husky. husky. They're going to change for- from plus size <laughs> to husky. husky. Oh, that's when I was a kid. See, this that's- is why I have my finger on the pulse. I, when of I was a kid, women. I was in the husky right, clothing. That's for young boys who are just. Stout. Right. You're not an adult woman, at least in most facets of your life. I can't say that that's across the board. No, they're not changing plus size to husky. Does anybody else who's legitimate want to take a guess? Uh, Big and beautiful. Big and beautiful. You're on the right path, but it's even more. Large and in charge. (laughs) No, I like that. (laughs) That would be fantastic. Uh, Plus sized will now be called fabulous sized. So, ladies that were buying your plus-size clothing at Kmart, now you will be buying your fabulous-sized clothing clothing at Kmart. Quote from uh, the spokesperson from uh, Kmart, our members told us that we needed to have a better assortment and that we should call it something different. (laughs) So, A, I guess I should retract. They are adding, apparently, to their assortment. They absolutely love the whole mantra of fabulously sized. So there it is. I thought they were closing all their stores. Uh, maybe this is going to turn it around. Yep. Maybe this was the whole thing. The plus size thing was the stumbling block. Not going to shop there. They got plus size. Oh, wait. I'm fabulous sized? Here's all my money. Exactly. And maybe this will prevent most shops that are closing up from closing. Because you're right. I had heard Kmart was sort of dwindling down. I also have heard Radio Shack is dwindling down. Maybe they need to change some of their equipment to fabulously sized as well. <laughs> Instead of like D-cell batteries, <laughs> fabulously sized batteries, right. right? The big old chunky ones that you throw in your mag light. Mm-hmm. No longer are they big old chunky ones. They are fabulous batteries. And I feel like perhaps that's going to change the fate of, uh, of Radio Shack, right? I think that's, you know what, I'm willing to give that one up for free. So enjoy that, Radio Shack, if you're listening. Um, We do have a round of It Happened in Florida on the way now that we've gotten the important hard-hitting stories out of the way. We're going to give you a chance to get in and compete if you want. We'll do that next. The Woody and Wilcox Show. So we've got three stories here. That's what we do on a round of It Happened in Florida. Woody and I are going to share these three stories real quick. They're all true. One of them happened in the troubled state of Florida. You may think, why kick Florida when they're down, for crying out loud? Irma and so forth. Ah, ah, ah. This is a celebration of Florida, I'll have you know. We're celebrating the fact that they continue to push it out, to stretch beyond their means. When you think Florida can't go any further, they go further. Spot the Florida story at 844-4WW-SHOW. Woody's got story number one. I think the headline says it all in story number one. Man says God or a friend dared him to walk naked in his yard. God is a friend. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. And your friend says, hey, you should strip off all your clothes and walk around your yard. You do what your friend says. Do you? I mean, I'd be more likely to if God told me to do that. But it seems like not one of those things that God is going to be high up on. Who are you to question? Well, I'm not going to question. That's why I said I would do it. Uh, The 25-year-old man 
said uh, to cops at first that God had told him, and then later when they were talking to him again, he said a friend dared him to walk naked in his yard. According to the police report, the man's genitalia was observed by people in the adjoining homes and driving down the street. So, congratulations. Oh, I know. Slow clap, brother. <laughs> That's all I got for you. Are you packing bologna or what? Yeah, yeah. Are you packing bologna or what? Holy cow. Uh, Maybe it's a really clear. Tele- they didn't need a telescope or anything. It's right? a very clear day. Didn't need those goggles that jewelers wear when they get in tight working on some sort of setting. It's called a loop. They didn't need a loop. According to Woody, or a luthier. <laughs> right. You laconic bastard. Stop it. Uh, Give was it, it in now. Florida? Give it up now. Where the man said, you know what? I'm just going to flaunt it because I got it. Story number two has to do with what our schools are teaching our children. And I think we all, uh, we all understand good lessons. Right? <laughs> Who's with me? Yes. They teach them words. Good uh-huh. stuff. The right? They do know the best words. Um, you've heard occasionally about schools having a zero tolerance, right, for weapons mm-hmm. and so forth. <sighs> yeah. yeah. No well, Pop-Tarts shaped like guns. It's good to see that in story number two, they've finally gotten rid of that. Uh, middle schooler in story number two, he's 13. He had been helping his dad the night before open some cardboard boxes and then set up a futon. This was the night before school, and uh, they had used a pocket knife to do so. After working on putting together the futon and ripping open the boxes, the kid uh, forgot and left his pocket knife in his pants. Mm-hmm. Wore those same pants to school the next day. Now, sure. I know what you're thinking. Oh, God, somebody saw the knife and turned him in. No. He noticed early on during school, oh, no. I left that pocket knife in my pants, and I know you're not supposed to have knives in school. He asked the teacher if he could go to the office, which he did, and then he went to the office and he said, I apologize. I wanted to make sure that I got this to you. I forgot that I had a knife in my pocket from helping my dad put together a futon last night. I mean, talk about being upstanding Mm -hmm. and uh, responsible. Responsible. Obviously, they said, well, that's very good. Thank you. He got a three-day suspension. <gasps> what are we teaching our children? Chelsea, we're teaching them... To not forget futon knives in their pockets. No, we're teaching them that if you do the right thing, You're you still, still get punished. punished. Right. That's right. Well, the world is tough, Woody. It's tough love. That's not, that's oh. not what this is. Things are not easy in this world, or some other phrase that I can't you, think of. You're teaching your kids, if you see something, shut the hell up, because you'll probably get in trouble. How dare you? Don't say a word. Keep your head down. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Do not do the right thing. Is it Florida is the question that I've got for you. Woody has the third and final. You guys ever drive through a small town and see that they have a police force, and you go, huh, wonder what that cop does all day. Right? Yeah, I have had that. Where you, yes. go, you go, wow, I, I, I wouldn't expect a town this small to have its own police force. I bring it up because in story number three, a small town had a bolo, a be on the lookout. Mm-hmm. And the person in question received too much change back from an exchange at a restaurant. Police in this area are asking for the public's help identifying a man. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And who they say left a store after getting too much change back. You ever had that happen to you? I've never heard of anything that you're saying. <laughs> Around 5.30, he walked into a restaurant to pay for, you know, eat some food, pay for paid his bill, and he paid with, quote, a large bill. The clerk became confused and accidentally gave him too much change back. They have released his picture and are asking for the public's help identifying the man who received too much change. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. So that's what they're doing on the small town police <laughs> right, force? Exactly. Just a stranger coming through? I don't know. I think they would know everybody in that small town. Was it in Florida? Let's let Michelle have the first crack at this. Michelle, all three stories actually happened. Which one went down in the plywood state? Um, I would say story number one. Story number one is the one. Yes, nice job. Niceville, Florida is where the dude was packing baloney so much so the people in adjoining homes and driving down the street could see him walking naked in his yard. Uh, story number two, where the kid was suspended for, uh, I guess you could say, turning himself in, although I don't even feel like that's really the proper way to phrase it. Uh, Pennsylvania, Brownsville, Pennsylvania. As a matter of fact, uh, the administrator said they may consider a longer 10-day suspension at a hearing that's coming up Thursday. Uh, He went on to say the safety and well-being of our students and staff is paramount. We will follow our district's zero-tolerance policy procedures and solicitor's recommendation regarding the disciplinary incident. The principal said that he should be fired. Now, they are going to do a hearing, so theoretically, and especially now that it's gotten the media's attention, my guess is this may go away. Totally. But I don't know that. And a small town in Nova Scotia, Canada, is asking for the public's help, identifying a man they say received too much change back after a transaction. Of course it's Canada. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, uh, thanks to those of you ringing in, we are going to get to a round of Craigslist prices right here in a little bit. But uh, one of the stories uh, we had on It Happened in Florida is one of those that always gets people fired up. Um, And that is the kid who got suspended because he accidentally had brought in the knife that he was a pocket knife that he was using to help his dad uh, unpack a futon and put a futon together the night before. He realized it was in his pocket. He actually went to the office at school. He's 13 and said, I accidentally had this knife in my pocket and I just wanted to turn it in. I didn't want it to be discovered. And then somebody think it's a weapon. And they, of course, said, well, we have zero tolerance, so you're getting a suspension. And they've given him a three-day, although said it could have been a 10-day. And they said he got a citation as well, what? which I think means something in the legal system. I don't, I, they, that he's, wasn't spelled out. He's got to pay a fine. It's like a, part, like a speeding ticket. Um, he told, uh, now obviously it's out there in the media, he said, quote, the kid, I was scared that if I'd had just gotten caught with the knife on me that, the, that it would have been way worse. So I wanted to do the right thing and turn it in which is what he did and obviously was still 
you know, hit by a three-day suspension. The kid's father was like, I got a phone call from the school telling me that he'd been suspended for three days. Quote, there are, now I don't know if I fully understand what he's saying here. There's a first-degree murder. There's a third-degree murder. There's no such thing as zero tolerance in the real world. Why is there zero tolerance on a child bringing a weapon by accident to school and then doing the right thing and turning it in? Don't punish him for that. He's right. I agree with that. I mean, I think there are some zero tolerances elsewhere in the world. No, but, but what he's I saying, what you're saying. It, it, you know, premeditated murder in certain states could get you the death penalty. And, you know, third degree murder, which is something that's not premeditated, like you accidentally killed somebody or, it, you know, I'm not the, the legal right. definition is different, but the penalty is different. Well, that's what they're saying, though. They're saying, oh, he could have gotten 10. No. What they're saying is, here's a kid who knew he did wrong and turned it in. I'm sorry. I'm not allowed to think for myself as a principal. I have to follow zero, zero tolerance, so I have to give you this. Right. When but, that's a, but, but there is, I'm just saying the, the, the equation that you're making is not 100% accurate because there are variances here, too. They could have given him a 10-day suspension, the minimum. There is a zero tolerance minimum. They have to give him a three-day. So there are varying degrees like in the murder that you're talking about. I find it fascinating as a kid who carried a pocket knife all through middle school and high school. And and so this kid goes, oh, my God, I know it's wrong. I'm doing the right thing. Yet right. Nobody- no, it's terrible. I don't think anybody would disagree with you on that. Although the fact that you used to carry a pocket, I'm sure there are places still where you're allowed to do that if you're in a more rural community, maybe. Anaheim is not one of them. No, <laughs> but, but I bet you today you can't in Anaheim. Right. I mean, and now lots of places you're not allowed to have lockers. You can't wear hats. So, I mean, th- th- there have been a lot of rule changes in schools over the years. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, old man, that you can just say, in my day, I was allowed to carry an AK-47. You're going to have to instruct me. Is this where I ball up my fist and yell at people to get off my lawn? <laughs> no, I mean, you're right. I'm agreeing with you about everything. I'm just saying what you did in school is is not very relevant as what happens today. The zero tolerance thing. I mean, it's uh, and I got to imagine in most cases, even the administrators who are forced to pass this down are like uh, behind closed doors. Why do we have to do this? You think about how divided we are as a nation on almost everything. And yet everybody hates zero tolerance. It's like buses going below the speed limit, right? On the Ev- highway. Everybody <laughs> hates it. So why do we allow it? Well, that, some could say the same about our show. So there is that. You know what I'm saying? Good point. Everybody hates it. Why do we allow it? Uh, and on, on that note, we are going to find out what's weird out there on Craigslist. This is always good. I think uh, sometimes it leads to somebody getting a second job or a new job or maybe finding that perfect item for somebody that's hard to shop for. I will tell you it's a little bit slanted in your and Chelsea's favor mm. um, as far as, uh, well, one is kitten related and one has to do with long hair. So you guys have a slight advantage over anybody playing against you on Craigslist prices. <laughs> one right. is kitten-related, and one has to do with long hair. All right. So yes. we have an advantage. <laughs> and the final one has to do with 32 midgets. Uh, all right. I am mildly interested, and we'll find out what all that uh, entails and get you in to compete if you want. Coming up next. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Time to find out what's weird on Craigslist. This is where uh, Woody, along with your help, has collected the odd items or services or jobs that are out there currently on Craigslist. 
Chelsea and I, along with a couple of you on the phone, will try to figure out how much money theoretically is going to exchange hands for these things. Just like regular Price is Right, closest but not over the actual price, you'll get the point. Looks like we've got contestants lined up, and up first is Joe. What's going on, Joe? Hey, good morning, guys. Welcome in, man. Hey, appreciate it. Can't wait. Absolutely. That's the kind of spirit we need. Uh, Taking you on will be Robert. He'll have something to say about that. Robert. Morning, y'all. How are you? We're doing great, man. Welcome in. All right, so you guys know how this works. We'll just start by having Woody describe item number one. Woody, what do you got? Uh, Thanks to Tony, who found this one and emailed it to me. If you're out on Craigslist, you can do the same. Woody at iHeartMedia is the email address. It's a special female kitten that needs a new home. Doesn't seem that weird. Mm -hmm. After deep meditation, I have contacted my female kitten that is up for adoption and learned that her name is Xena. And I would like to put her up for adoption on Craigslist. She does not want her name to be changed. Zena was born on July 8th. She tells us that she is the uh, currently eating a grain-free diet and likes it that way. She tells me through meditation that she doesn't need to have her diet be grain-free, although she prefers it that way. She's requesting a house without children or dogs. She would enjoy the company of another feline, though. She wants to be an indoor-outdoor cat, she told me, when she is old enough. On top of all of these things, Zena would like me to inform you that even though cats cannot get autism, she does have a female feline version of autism. Her condition was more noticeable when she was first born, but now that she is getting older, she's growing through it. I also have learned a special way to pet her that I can show you that she told me through meditation. She does purr, and she makes weird meow sounds that are her her own and very unique. She's highly intelligent. She likes to play with other kittens, but not as rough as most cats. Zena would like you to know this before you adopt her. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? I kind of wish you'd have started out with the 32 midgets. <laughs> I uh, I get why that's a little weird, although I'm not uh, I'm not fully on board with that one. So there's what do you a mean? well, I just I don't know. It's there's a kitten, that's and right. he's trying to unload it. Yes, supposedly there's been some meditation and talking. Yes, I think meeting the person who owns this kitten is going to be the big challenge. <laughs> right. So do it in public, like they always say, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, this is free. You're going to go free on that. I'm going to go free on that. Okay, one. Chelsea. gotcha. Joe? Man, an autistic warrior princess cat sounds priceless. I'm going to go $25, though. $25. (laughs) All right. Robert? Joe, $25 is not priceless. I was going to go free, but you took it. (laughs) (laughs) Actual Craigslist price, the rehoming fee, $40. Joe, nice job. Joe, it worked out for you, my friend. Congratulations. Don't let Wilcox talk bad about your picks. You get the point. Robert, you're going to need one. Woody, what do we have for item number two? Thanks to Bethany, who found this and emailed it to me. Woody at iHeartMedia. Somebody who's looking to hire. I need ladies with long hair. I'm looking, I'm looking for a girl who would like to have their hair played with oh. in exchange for some quick cash. Oh, Chelsea, you're all right over there? Yes. No nudity is required. I simply would like you to come over for a fun, discreet transaction. If this works out, it can be a regular thing. I would like you to come over and sit on a bar stool while I play with your hair from between 30 and 45 minutes. 
Please put play with my hair in the subject line and include a picture and, if possible, a close-up picture of your hair. By the way, I put play with my hair in every subject line when I send an email, so this will be easy. It's awkward. Say way better than the kitten. Way better. That's your starter. Kitten maybe is three. You know what? When you grow up, you can do this. (laughs) I wish I was. Um, So I'm bidding on 45 minutes to play with hair. 45 minutes, uh, 30 to 45 minutes, yes. Do we know male or female? I mean. Uh, I'm assuming it's a dude. Chelsea, you've ever paid to play with another lady's hair? Yes. You've paid to do oh, that? paid? <laughs> no. Hey, hello. Hang on a second. Really? No, no. I haven't paid. Okay. I mean, it feels good, but you don't want a stranger doing that. Did you get that clean? <laughs> got that. Feels good. It's kind of like the cuddler from last week. I just, I don't, if I don't know you, don't breathe on me. Don't touch my head. Oh, okay. Um, $50 again. I'm going to go $50 on that one. All right, Joe? Go uh, so $10. $10. Gotcha. Robert? Uh, 51 again. 51 again. Gotcha. Wilcox? Uh, 52. 52. Oh. Ac- actual Craigslist price, $125. Oh. I mean, you know, you got to kick in a little dough, I think, if you're going to go that route, right? To get the lady to your house? Lure them in. Here's what we need now. Robert, you're going to need a point here. Joe's got one. I've got one. If you miss this, then Joe's going to walk away the winner. What do we have, Woody? I need 32 midgets, parentheses, little people, if that's what you prefer. The listing goes like this. My friends and I are huge Harry Potter fans. We're super nerds. We're entranced by the idea of wizard's chess and would like to hold a wizard's chess tournament using real little people dressed as chess pieces. Don't worry, we already have the costumes. You will be required to stand on the chessboard and move around as ordered by us, the wizards, directing you. When capturing another piece, we require some act of violence, ideally thematic with your piece without actually injuring the opposing player too severely. We're going to need them for the next game, after all. This will take up approximately three hours of your time. Wow. So this is a per little person price? Yes, for three hours of what they're calling an acting. 32. They need 32. Well, yeah. I mean, you the chess pieces, you got 16 on the side. Joe, you're going to go first on this one. What is this uh, guy, I'm going to assume, willing to pay a little person for three hours to be a chess piece who may have to fight another little person? So are we going one little person or a lump sum for the 32? Uh, I, You know, looking at the number, this is per person is what they're going to pay. $30. $30. Gotcha. Okay. Robert? Honestly, I don't know if y'all have seen the very first Harry Potter, but that, that scene when they're doing wizard chess would be so much better if it was with a bunch of little people. I, I have seen, and I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, I mean, I can good. just imagine that would be crazy. Uh, the bid was 30 from Joe? That's right. correct. Uh, let's go 45 Actual Craigslist price is $300 is what they're going to pay. Which, by the way, who's got 300 times 32? 
Don't do the math live, but it's a lot <laughs> to play a game of chess. About ten grand, I think, something like that. Uh, Joe and Robert tied up on this one. So we go to a tiebreaker round. Woody, for the game, what is our final item? Somebody who's looking to hire, I need you to flash my boy. Oh, no. Flash my boy? Yeah. Yo, what's up, it says. My brother turns 22 this weekend, and as a present, kind of as a prank, I want to completely fill up his Snapchat with boob flashes. So if you're a lady and you've got boobs, I want you to send them to my Snapchat. And then I'll forward them to my brother. Sure you will. I will pay you blank per flash. Uh Aha. Giant giant cans. It's an ingenious idea. This is 100% legit. It's got to work. It's got to work. Must be 18 or older obs. Well, uh, Robert, you're going to go first on this one, for better or for worse. What is he going to pay you to send basically a photo of your uh, boobs? Yes. Well, that's putting a lot of trust on this very odd person, you know, because Snapchat, you send it and then it disappears. So I'm inclined to say free, but that's not going to be my bid. I think my bid's going to be... 20 bucks a picture. 20 bucks a picture. Gotcha, Joe. For the game, Joe. Go. $1. $1. Actual Craigslist price. Now he's going to pay 20 bucks. Nice Whoa. job. Whoa. Whoa. I love how you I, talked it out. I never would have guessed that. What a comeback. Something tells me, though, you're never going to get paid on that. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's a lot of so money. That's, that's what I was saying. Well, tough break for you, Joe. I think I you played well. Robert comes back and wins that thing. Congrats, Thank Robert. Thank you. Thank you. Good playing, Joe. Good time to get on the Craigslist, too. Especially if you're a lady who wants to make a little dough while a stranger plays with your hair. If you're a little person, while you're doing it, you maybe can play chess. Right? Oh, and flash some guy's boy. It's really him, but whatever. If you find something odd when you're out there on Craigslist, send it in. Send it to Woody. Perhaps we'll use it next time when we play around a Craigslist Price is Right. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Thanks to everybody who's chiming in on a story that we had on It Happened in Florida a little bit earlier. Um, it was Wilcox's story about a kid, not in Florida in this particular case. Where was he? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, where it recognized that he had made a mistake. Um, he was helping his dad the night before, left a pocket knife in his pocket. And when he got to school, he's like, oh, my God, I left it in there. I'll do the right thing. And the lesson that he learned is never do the right thing when it comes to public education. By do the right thing, he went to the office and uh, t- and told them, hey, I accidentally was putting together a futon last night with my dad, left the pocket knife in my pocket, and so I wanted to make sure I told you and turned it in. And they said, thank you, that'll be a three-day suspension. Right. Because of the zero tolerance. And there's a hearing because they may bump it to 10, right? They probably won't. I think the point was that the administrator was like, look, it could have been 10. Instead, because he turned himself in, there's the minimum zero tolerance of at least three days of suspension. Yeah. Uh, Thanks to Phil, who is one that uh, rang in on the Twitter page, at Woody and Wilcox. Fighting in school is the same way. My son was defending himself from a bully, still got a three-day suspension. I've had friends who have kids in high school, and just the mere act of getting punched by somebody means that you were in a fight, zero tolerance. So even if you don't throw a punch, you just stood there and somebody swings at you, well, you were involved in the fight. 
And you, are you, you sure sh- about yes, that? Absolutely. Because there's always, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but occasionally kids will say something that's not true. I agree with you. But at some point you go, the, the administrator's hands are tied, right? They say a fight happened between party A and party B. And somebody goes, oh, I didn't even throw a punch. Sorry. Zero tolerance. But how, can you get su- how can you get suspended for something that you could technically file, you know, a charge about? You could they charge the kid with assault, right? I think you could, but that doesn't stop the school from having zero tolerance because, look, our, our rules say this, and we have to follow them no matter what. We don't have the ability to think. We, we try not to teach our children to think. Why would we think it's for a, ourselves? You know, th- this is a big topic, but I would. I, there are several people ringing in on odd things that there was zero tolerance about at their schools, which was something I hadn't thought about. And I want to share a couple of them. I'd love to hear yours. So in other words, in my mind, when I hear zero tolerance, you're right. Fighting weapons, which is a broad category. And I think most of us think, okay, a knife or a gun, obviously, Mm -hmm. those sorts of things. But there are others that fall under that umbrella. And it sort of depends on which school and which system you're in. And when, when you were in school. Yes, that's right, too. And there are a couple that just got brought up off the air and we don't have time to get to them. Uh, I want to share them with you. But 844-4WW-SHOW Strange items that either you or maybe now your kids have a zero tolerance about. Love to get those stories, and we'll uh, get you on next. Woody and Wilcox. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Earlier when we played around, if it happened in Florida, there was a kid who was suspended for three days from school. He had accidentally brought a pocket knife in. The story is that he was uh, working on putting together a futon with his dad the night before and forgot that he had the pocket knife from opening the box. Uh, in his pocket. Hmm. He realized when he got to school, he didn't get caught. He took it to the office preemptively saying, hey, I know we have a zero tolerance rule about weapons. I just wanted you to know I accidentally brought a pocket knife in, so I wanted to turn it in myself. And they said, great, three-day suspension. And obviously it's hit the media now. There's some hearing later this week where my guess would be they're going to rescind that because of all the media talking about it now. And Hey, you know, the zero tolerance thing, it's um, it's strange. Uh, Chuck Diapers has rung in on uh, Twitter, at Woody and Wilcox. Woody is uh, right, which, by the way, I don't think I've ever heard that. <laughs> He's talking about you when you were saying that even if you're the person who gets punched and you didn't start a fight, that's right. that you can be suspended for that. Chuck says, I got punched in the back of the head while taking a test. I was suspended. Not only was I knocked unconscious, but I then had to go to some peer kids court to avoid legal action. I did get to play three ga- three days of video games, though. Wow. I mean... I mean, but that stuff goes on your record, right? And it can affect absolutely. what you do in life after. That's the big deal. 844-4WW-SHOW. Michael is up next. Michael, good morning. Hey, Michael. Yes, sir. What's going on, man? How's it going? So you were suspended for what? Uh, kissing my girlfriend like at, in car riders as we leave. Her her mom came to pick her up. You know, I gave her a hug and a kiss. Of course, they told me before not to do it. They have a zero tolerance policy for PDA, which is public display of affection. And uh, they actually uh, took me to court for it. And um, they took you to court. Yes. Like a school court. Yes, sir. 
Okay, so not like a leave. You didn't have to get into <laughs> no, 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 it was, it was. Where did you kiss her? <laughs> <laughs> On the lips. Okay. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, and so how long did you get suspended for? Uh, it was actually a week. You got suspended for a week for <laughs> kiss, giving your girlfriend a hug and a kiss goodbye in the car rider line. Yep. You weren't like 18 and she was 12 or anything like that, right? Right. What well, elementary no, no. school was this, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> It was actually a uh, Pumpkin Center Elementary in uh, Winston, North Carolina. <laughs> pumpkin Center Elementary. Oh, That's yeah. fantastic. So okay, wait, so, so you, you were, were how old? You were a young kid then. Yeah, I believe eighth grade. I believe. Oh, okay. Okay. So like a, what I would think of as middle school. All right. Yeah. Not not uncommon though. I mean, even for me, I had a girlfriend in eighth grade. I don't believe that for a second. She was imaginary, but I had it. All right. Okay. How often did you kiss her? Uh, Often. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you for the story. We appreciate that, Michael. Oh, yeah. No problem. You have a good one. Hi, buddy. I want to hear Tim as well. You can get in at 844-4WW-SHOW. Hey, Tim. Yeah. What's uh, what's the deal for you? Well, uh, my wife got a call one day to come up and uh, come to the office about something one of my sons did. And this is, is highly probable in my house because I had eight kids, so oh. we never knew when we were going to go to the school. Okay. Eight <laughs> so, kids? Give me the age range of your eight kids. Oh, wow. I'm old now, so let's see. You're going to ask me something I'm supposed to know. <laughs> <laughs> How old's the oldest now? <laughs> uh, the oldest is 29, and the youngest is 12. And eight in between. I, all with the same woman? Oh, yeah. Yeah, all single birth, same woman. Dude. Yeah, I had two sons that are 366 days apart. Irish twins. Well done. Uh, Irish twins, yeah. Yeah, and another one 374 days after that. It was like a holiday thing. (laughs) My uterus is closing. (laughs) (laughs) Antonio Cromartie is on the line. He'd like to challenge you to a kid-off. Isn't that the dude in the NFL who has 83 kids after having a vasectomy? He just had his third after his vasectomy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry. sorry, Anyway, so back to your story. So, Tim, what happened in this? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus suspension situation all right, so my son and, and this other kid have been uh, frenemies since uh, middle school, okay. uh, both on the soccer team. My son also uh, ran track. He was in the scholar program, the whole nine yards. He was just you know, over-excelling. Okay. So he's walking between two buildings where they got a little awning, and all of a sudden he gets hit in the back of the head with a shoe. Okay. Uh, what it is, the kid took a shoe off and threw it at him. So he takes the shoe, and he puts it on the roof of the little awning so he doesn't throw it back at him. Right. And he starts to walk away. Well, in the meantime, the kid takes off and tackles him from behind and starts, you know, wailing on him. My son get, breaks himself free and leaves. Well, somebody goes to the office and says it happened. No one even actually witnessed it. They do have it on camera showing that he walked away from a fight. So they give him 10-day suspension. So my wife's sitting in the office with the uh, disciplinarian and the resource officer and he's saying we have a zero tolerance policy for horseplay. She goes, "What? Where'd you hear it was horseplay?" She said, "He said the kids told him it was horseplay." Now, what you know, a high school kid uses horseplay in a vernacular sentence. I really don't know, 
but they were baited into saying it. So he gives them a uh, uses the policy and says, 10 days, you're out. So she says, this doesn't make any sense. He walked away from the fight. What constitutes a fight? That was our next question. And the disciplinarian says, well, if you ball up a fist and hit him. So she asked the question, if he slapped him, would it still be a fight? He said, well, no. So there's a, there's a funny line of what's considered a fight or not. So she said, if they just sat there and slapped each other until they were bleeding, would it be okay? Well, they, well I wouldn't be fighting. That'd only be uh, like uh, Horse a, 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 that'd be in-school suspension. So she's just looking at the, the resource officers. This doesn't make any sense. Um, eventually, he got up and left because he couldn't actually defend the case. So we take this to the school board, literally, to say this doesn't make any sense. Why are we actually disciplining a kid who actually basically walked away from a fight? You have it on camera. You have proof. Uh, and they, they brought up the fact, well, it's a zero-tolerance policy. Well, my wife did some research, and turns out in 2011, Governor Purdue made zero-tolerance illegal in this state of North Carolina. They, their response was, we forgot that but they changed nothing. And as a result, since he was fighting and got suspended, he was kicked off the track team. Come he was on. no longer eligible for the scholar program. So no. then he said, you're, you're double punishing and triple punishing him for something he, he walked away from. So wouldn't it make sense that if you wanted a kid kicked off the football team, you would just attack him and punch him, and then you're both kicked off? Yeah, that's, and the disciplinarian's that's... response was, oh, kids don't think like that. They don't manipulate the system like that. <laughs> oh, my God. That's... That was my response. I just died laughing. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I said, if I knew that's what it would take to get somebody I didn't like or was mad at kicked off the team, I'd pound on him in a second. That's incredible. Wow, that's you... incredible. I can't believe you got through that whole story without swearing because I, I yeah. want to. I can't believe you have eight kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking notes because, you know, I'm going to have to go to the principal's office like tomorrow. Right. Tim, wow. We, oh, wow. I have. I have multiple stories on this, but the thing is they keep going back to this zero-tolerance policy problem, yet it's illegal. That's incredible. They lean on it because they don't want to make a decision. That's exactly right. Wow. Tim, we appreciate it, Thank you so man. much, man. That's, yeah. uh, that's a tough one. We really appreciate the call. 844-4WW-SHOW. Uh, Plus, I got Tim saying I'd pound that guy in a second. So. <laughs> That'll be fun well, for use hey, later. Just don't hit a man Chelsea, down. that's good that you, you're not the only one in the barrel. Um, you can get in and share your zero tolerance issue at 844-4WW-SHOW. And clearly, we're going to solve all problems. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Taking your stories about how the zero tolerance, which has uh, reared its ugly head so many times over the last few years, has either affected you or perhaps uh, your own kids. We've heard both sides of that story. Sorry, both sides of that story. Um, appreciate those of you that are getting in via social media or getting in uh, via email, including Lisa, who says, I was in high school in 98, and they were starting in with zero tolerance stuff, which was before Columbine happened. I guess that's referenced because I think a lot of times the Columbine thing is sort of cited as mm. the beginning of us really monitoring for weapons in mm -hmm. school, right? She says, uh, one of the things you weren't allowed to do was wear a chain wallet. I, deci oh, okay, I decided yeah. so I was going to get around that. I, I wore a phone cord on my wallet. Jeez. I did not get suspended, although did get in trouble. The thing that stood out was they were used. They were they had a zero tolerance for shoelaces. That that can't be right, Lisa. 
Did you go to school in a prison? No. Uh, when Shoelaces, she says, because they could be used as a weapon. No. Hang on a second. No. Did everybody wear clogs? Vel- Velcro. <laughs> Kids were all going off to get some Velcro shoes. Remember, I used to be a security guard at my high school. After I graduated college, I went back and was a security guard. It's only a four-hour show. We don't have time to get into this because I need a lot of time on this. For us, the shoelaces was a colored shoelace thing. Not a, not as a weapon. It was a gang sign thing. That's right. You heard it. I was a security guard at a high school. <laughs> You went to high school with gangs, is what I'm hearing. Absolutely. If I, if I recall that story right, you were a security guard at your own high school. Yeah, my old high school. Absolutely. <laughs> you hire a thief to catch a thief. But like right out of high school. No. How no. long after high school? Six years. Because it took you six years to finish college. That's correct. <laughs> oh, man. I thought you meant like as a job in like, between no. something. Like you after school or something. No, you went no. back and... So after you graduated from college, you went back and were a, a I, narc at your school. But you weren't a law enforcement officer. What did you do? I wore a windbreaker. said security on it. <laughs> did you have like a, a baton or I had a, like no, a mag light or something? Nope. What was your... Nope. I had a, I had a uh, walkie-talkie. What were you supposed to do? I... I was supposed to make sure kids were going to school, not ditching class, not smoking. We busted a kid selling weed. By the way, he was suspended for like three days, was arrested, and only got three days. And the weed wasn't that good. <laughs> right. It's going to ask. Right. Oh. Could you imagine me as a security guard? No. I mean, kind of, but not at your own high school that close to going to high school there. Well, Wilcox, you were a security guard to monitor chairs and like a movie theater, so you can't really talk. Right, yeah, but not at my old high school. I don't know. There's something different about it. That's because you were still dating girls at your high school six years after you graduated. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Not not accurate. I I don't even know what that would, why would that change anything? Uh, That that has no bearing on it. All right, we're, we're, uh, we're beyond time here. We do have calls we need to get to at 844-4WW-SHOW. We'll do that next. The Woody and Wilcox Show. This started a little earlier when we uh, were talking about a guy, a kid, who had been suspended from his school for three days because he had been helping his father um, put together a futon the night before. Mm -hmm. And you're saying, Wilcox, why is he suspended for putting together a futon? (laughs) He's not. They're not anti-futon. This was in Pennsylvania. They are anti-knife. And he'd been using a pocket knife to open the box that the futon came in, forgot it was in his pocket, got to school, didn't get caught with it. He caught it himself. Like, oh, no, I forgot I have that knife in my pocket. You know what? I'll go and I'll just, I'll tell the office and then I'll, uh, you know, I'll avert tragedy. And they said, well, I'm glad you told us. That'll be a three-day suspension. And his dad was like, what? Yeah. He told you he was doing the right thing. Why would you suspend him? And they said, we have a zero tolerance law about weapons, period. You should have done what Derek did. Derek sends me an instant message on Facebook. Hey, I had a similar incident, although I didn't get suspended from school. My car broke down one day, and so I drove my dad's truck to school. Well, little did I know that there was an axe in the passenger seat that I didn't notice until I got to school. I ditched school, took my dad's truck, and just drove it around town all day because I didn't want to get caught with an axe in my truck. 
Even the security guard driving through the parking lot, if they notice a weapon in your car, you come out, open the door, instant suspension. (sighs) I decided to miss an entire day of school instead of get suspended. Was going back home, dropping off the axe, and being late to school not an option? Well, Chelsea, let's be reasonable. He wanted a day off. (laughs) Of course he did. But along those exact same lines, uh, Billy said, when I was a senior, I got expelled because I had a BB gun in my car. Not in school, but in my car. Zero tolerance on school grounds. And I clarified, you got kicked out of school. Yes. Kicked had, out of school. Must have had priors, right? Is that what you're thinking? No, it doesn't matter. They can, they literally can't decide for themselves and go, oh, look, this was a, he didn't carry it on campus. It was an accident. They they don't have the ability to do that. Sarah is online too. Let's grab her. 844-4WW show. Hey, Sarah, what's the, uh, what's the zero tolerance issue you've got? Well, um, my best friend was actually suspended and arrested from school for wearing a black dress on Halloween. I'm going to need a little bit more. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, this was uh, shortly after the, the Columbine thing had happened, and they had strictly said nobody was allowed to wear costumes. So we were all like, okay. We wore black dresses all the time, and she went to school wearing her black dress, and they told her that she was wearing a costume and that she was suspended, and she was told to walk home. And... She said, I'm not walking home. I have to have my mom pick me up because it's not safe for me to walk home. So they arrested her for trespassing. What? It sounds just yep. like like the, how an administration thinks. That's yep. insane. <laughs> That's bizarre. It is very bizarre. Sarah, we appreciate the call. Thanks. Eight four 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 WW show. Looks like Frank has another one that is some uh, clothing related. Frank, what's the, what's your deal, man? I got an airbrush shirt at the States for Balloon Rally, uh, Beavis and Butthead, and it and all it said Beavis was like he he and Butthead was like ha ha, and that's all it said. And they suspended me instantly for that because they said it was zero tolerance on some kind of cartoon trap. I don't know. <laughs> I they have zero tolerance on cartoons. <laughs> yeah. How dare you but, try and wear a Mickey Mouse shirt? What did it did it actually say butthead or it just had the pictures of the no, two? No, it had it had like butthead on the front and Beavis on the back and it was their side profiles, all it was of their face with a, a cloud, you know, coming out of their mouth or their head or something and it right. said he he as in H E H E and ha ha H U H H U H on one on, on each one. And that was it. You've called and told us this story before, haven't you? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, no, because I I remember it. It, That stands out to me. Yeah, you may have had uh, something uh, similar on on there that I may have. I've called in you several times. No, it's a great story. We want to hear it all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, okay, well, I'll remember I did it this time now. That's all right. Yeah, no, it's awesome, no, Frank. It's I keep forgetting. So yes. you, it's like the first time every time for me. <laughs> every day of Wilcox's life is like that. That's good times. He just doesn't remember what's going on. Whatever your name is. 844-4WW-SHOW is the way that you can get through. The Woody and Wilcox Show. We're talking about uh, the zero tolerance law. This is the... You know, we're not going to try and figure out what's going on. We're just going to lay down a law, and maybe it makes sense, and maybe it doesn't. 
844-4WW-SHOW is the way that you can get through on the phone. Thanks to Nate, who rang in on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. You're certainly welcome to do that. My middle school had a zero-tolerance dress code. Now, I think dress code, you know, some schools have a dress code. Do you ever go to, you? I know you did, Chelsea. Yeah, we School wore with uniform. a dress code. Yeah, just, you know, skirt can't be too short. Wear certain kind of shoes. But you probably could get in trouble, obviously, if you broke some of those rules, right? Yeah, I mean, but if your skirt's too short, you're getting something called demerits. You're not getting expelled or anything like that. Uh, Nate says that they had a zero tolerance dress code and he was suspended for five days for what? Anybody want to take a guess? Hard liquor shirt. Hard liquor shirt? Like a Jim Beam or a Jack Daniels shirt. That was a big one in our school. Beer I'll, shirts, any liquor shirts, you were really? like, one time you wore it inside out, the next time you're suspended. What about the animals in sex position shirt? That Maybe was really his big shirt just said, time. I'm a hard liquor. It's nothing like that. He was wearing his uniform. It was just missing one thing. The and jacket. he was suspended for five days. His shirt. His pants. His belt. Shut up. She I was suspended it? for five days for not wearing a belt, says Nate. I responded, what do you mean? Like, were your pants on the ground and that's why you were suspended for not wearing a belt? Pants on the ground. Mm-hmm. No. He says, if the pants had belt loops, you had to wear a belt or you were out. Usually you just get sent home if you're not wearing the proper clothing and you miss whatever you're supposed to sure do that this, day. He was a repeat offender and they were trying to <laughs> teach him a lesson. Doesn't mention whether he had had this run in prior. But, Take off your pants! Right. I don't I don't know exactly. Could be like a military kind of school. I guess uh, it could have been. Wilcox Some, would have lost his mind. Right. Well, I, I, I'm, I feel similar. I suspend myself when I forget my yes. belt. And I the rest of us. I hate not having a belt. We know this. I know. Uh, let's talk to somebody who wishes to remain anonymous. We'll call them Becky online too. Anonymous Becky, good morning. Good morning. What's up, man? What's your story? Uh, not much. Um, I had a friend in high school. He was on the uh, school shooting team. And, uh, I mean, at one point in time, you could actually bring your gun to school and, you know, you shot at, at school. And then they changed it where they didn't want you to bring the gun to school and they would just meet after school at a gun range. Okay. And uh, he went after the gun range to, from the practice day before he – uh, had his gun still in the trunk of his car, and he had no ammunition for it or anything like that. And uh, he ended up getting like a 365-day suspension. And it wound up he had to go to a private school just to keep, just so he could get his high school diploma. A 365-day suspension. Yes, it was. Uh, I think he was, you know, in the 10th or 11th grade. Pretty much, they just told him he was not allowed back at public schools. I, now, I've heard that, or you can't go to school in this district anymore, but not like a 365 kind of thing. They knew he was on the shooting team, though, right? Yeah, they did. And uh, it was just kind of, um, I don't know, it was very strange because the school that I went to, it was very, you know, somewhat okay with that. You know, that was, I mean, not okay with bringing guns to school, but, you know, they were, you know, understood that people did those kind of activities after school. So, you know, it was a big surprise and i'm i'm not even sure how they how anyone ended up finding out that he had a gun locked away in the trunk of his car but somehow it you know came up and they searched his car and he got the big suspension craziness we appreciate it man thank you 844-4ww show let's talk to mike who's got something for us mike well you were suspended for something suspended for uh three days for wearing pajama pants in uh in school 
You know what? You should be suspended for life for wearing pajama pants out of the bedroom. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to be comfortable, and I was I was just really tired, and I didn't want to... And they weren't the ones I wore the night before. They were different ones that I had worn. And I get into my Spanish class, and my teacher's like, you need to go to the office. And I'm like, why? She goes, you're wearing pajama pants. I said, there's a rule against pajama pants? She goes, yeah, it's against it's against the policy that we have at our school. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And so I went to the office, and the, the principal just like yelled at me and yelled at me. She's like, we have a zero tolerance policy about you wearing pajama pants. And I was like, it's, it's their pants. You can't see anything. And they're, they're just like, no, you, you're gone for three days. I mean, the only, the only bright side to that I got to imagine is when your Spanish teacher busted you, at least you got to hear the word pantalones. Yes. <laughs> and espanol, was, and espanol. Pijama. Isn't that pajamas in Spanish? I don't know, but maybe uh, whatever the word for pajama and then the pants. There's the pantalones. <laughs> I just love the word pantalones. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's ridiculous. I even got to spend one time for uh, not going to academic. Um, it was, I got academic suspension, it was called. It was where I had to go into almost like a study hall mm -hmm. and just. Uh, do my homework the whole entire time and then leave because I didn't go to lunch one day. Wow. Well, you know what? Nutrition's very, very important, That's Mike. Right. <laughs> if you're going to fill out those pantalones one day, you must eat. See. Muy bien. Muy bien. Well, thank you guys so much. I love you guys. I love talking to you guys. So it's oh, great. Appreciate that, Mike. 844-4WW-SHOWS the way you can get through. Thanks to Scuba for ringing in. You guys are talking about zero tolerance policies. If a student, he raises a question on Twitter, at Woody and Wilcox, if a student fights and then sullies the school's carpet, would it then be a zero res tolerance policy? <laughs> That's hilarious. Well played, Scuba. Well played. The Woody and Wilcox Show. I'm a little bit shocked, Wilcox, that you're even here today. What with the huge news conference coming out of Cupertino, California today, the Apple conference. For, for those oh, that may no. not know, That's Wilcox right. is a huge fan of men in black turtlenecks. <laughs> <laughs> That's not exactly accurate. But you accurate. will admit that you love it, and you are like a lot of people, I think, and you sort of get hooked by the cult mentality whenever Apple does one of these, hey, come join us, and they make an, a huge announcement about their new releases that are coming out. You fall into that trap. There's something I like about watching it, and it's not... It really has very little to do with me being a fan, let's say, of Apple products. It's right. not It's not that. There's something about the presentation. And anybody who's watched it, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, they do, you know, an hour, an hour and a half presentation a couple times a year over at Apple, and they unveil new products. And again, it's not about loving Apple as much as it is. It's the same, that I, it's the same feeling I have for um, infomercials. I have a hard time, most of the time, tearing myself away from an infomercial. I just, I don't know you. what it is. I do have breaking news, by the way, that I want to release first here on the Woody and Wilcox Show. This coming out of Apple headquarters. Do you see any of the uh, news that was leaked? Uh, I mean, I, I heard they were going to probably unveil three iPhones, and one right. of them is going to be called the X, is what I heard. No. It's not what I'm talking about yet. Do they... Decide whether the speaker is going to be tucked or untucked this year. Wilcox was on that one year. 
when you say speaker, you need to make sure that people don't think you're talking about on the phone. Uh, you're talking about the guy actually delivering the yes. address. One right. year he yeah. was untucked and you didn't sleep right for the next couple months. They're all untucked now. They all, none of them tuck their shirts. Lots in. of rumors going around about that. Six core processor, iPhone X. I'm talking about the most important news. Sit down. I'm sitting. Apple has redrawn the poo emoji, and it will now be animated. Mr. This is the biggest news of our lives. I'm sorry. As part of the big Apple presentation today, they're going to announce that they've redrawn the poo emoji. Yes. Did I say emoji? <laughs> emoji. The pooji. Or the poe emoji. The poo emoji. <laughs> the poop emoji has been redrawn and will now be animated. What does that what do you mean? mean it's going to be animated? You mean like making its emergence from its home? That's if you will? what I'm thinking. It's going to show somebody no. squatting? I don't know. It's probably going to dance or something. It's probably going to dance <laughs> or something. Duh. Right. Why wouldn't you know that? Jeez Louise, I can see it from my high horse. I know exactly what the emo- animated poop emoji well, is going to do now. let's get realistic about what it can do. I can't believe we're having this conversation. This is so dumb. This is so much more important than facial recognition. Instead I, of the touch ID where you just hold your face up to the phone and it opens up. Right, I heard that was going to be one of the new features. That pales in comparison to poop emoji animated. I'm going to well, disagree wait, with you there. Can we go back to the emoji animation? Any other... Anything else? I feel like I'd like my taco to dance. I got that. <laughs> that was super clean. Why did I get that? I'd like my taco, taco to dance. I feel like that's more festive than than poop dancing. I'm with you. Hundred <laughs> percent. That is way more. Festive. I don't think you're getting any arguments, Chelsea. Right. But that. I mean, that's, that's it. That's a cooch. It like, well, we're gonna make one of them animated. Moving on. Face recognition. Wireless charging. Wouldn't that be great if the very first thing they did when they came out during this thing is, you know, crowd settles down after the huge cheer and he's like, we're redrawing the poop emoji. (laughs) The crowd just loses their mind. Right. That's how they should Like just a standing O for a half hour. (laughs) Like a full half of the presentation is just the applause for the poop emoji. I like it. Did you say wireless charging? That's what the, some of the rumors are out there, the uh, the facial recognition, the wireless charging. Yeah, supposedly there's going to be, that. what they're saying is it's going to be a new iPhone 8 and 8 Plus or 8S or something. New watches. And then, yeah, and, the, and then like a, you know, $10 million iPhone or whatever that like, instead of a home button, it just looks at your face and knows who you are or it smells you or something. I don't know what it is exactly. Retailing for over $1,000 is what they're saying, Chelsea. Oh, no. So you've got that to look forward to, but really, I'm with Wilcox when I say poop emoji animated will be the focus of my attention. The, the, supposedly, the rumor was that the the new watch will be, you won't need to have it paired with the phone. It'll be LTE enabled, right? Right. Isn't that generally the gist of it? 
That's the thought. I don't care. I know. I know. Poop emoji. Poop poop emoji. Uh, 1 p.m. Eastern. That's right. 10 a.m. Pacific. Eat your bran muffins now. 9 a.m. Alaska. That's where that's going to play out. Ian Wilcox show. Uh, let's see. Thanks to everybody who was sending in your uh, your thoughts on uh, uh, the zero tolerance law, and I appreciate those of you. We we got into a lengthy discussion. We're pretty much going to put that behind us. You can go with the Lucky Land slots. You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Back, though, I think there was some interesting things that were raised, points that were raised. Um, and if you don't listen to the podcast normally, check out the Woody and Wilcox channel of iHeartRadio to hear all the different people who rang in with odd stories about the way zero tolerance has either affected them or their uh, kids with some sort of suspension or, in some cases, expulsion. Um, thanks to, let's see... Where'd it go? I've got one, Kent, on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. Okay. Uh, he says, I got in trouble at school once for walking in the wrong door. Week of suspension for walking in the wrong door. I was going to a basketball game and talking with one of the players. He wanted me to go in the player's entrance with him so we could continue our conversation. Soon as I stepped in the door, I felt somebody grab me by the collar and slam me against the wall. It was the principal of our school. He said I was trying to sneak into the game and thus a security threat to the players and spectators. I got a week of suspension for that one. Now, that's different. I mean, that's not a, a zero tolerance issue. That's just some strange rule enforcement, right? I that's, mean, that's not a, the same deal. That's somebody who has a power trip, I think, mm-hmm. is what it is. Uh, and I think probably Turkey Killing Lizard has summed it up best on Twitter. My family has a zero tolerance policy about the Woody and Wilcox show. Hmm. If I hear it on the radio, even once we throw the radio out. Thank you, TKL. Uh, We do have a round (laughs) of It Happened in Florida that we will kick off for you next. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Three stories here as part of what we lovingly call It Happened in Florida. And you may think, hey guys, I mean... With the tragedy of Hurricane Irma and so forth, are you still going to pick on Florida? I think you're misunderstanding. This is a celebration of Florida. This is not picking on Florida. Florida has managed to do what literally no other state in the country can do, produce just fantastic stuff. And so this is a tip of the cap to the state of Florida. And if you can spot the Florida story first... You're going to win at 844-4WW-SHOW. Woody will kick us off with story number one. It involves a lawsuit against a hotel where several women allege that the hotel gave them food poisoning during a 40th birthday party celebration. That's one of those things where, you know, when you bring that lawsuit, the, the news of that getting out has caused this particular hotel to lose bookings. 17 women took part in the party. Several of them, they say, got sick after um, a chicken dinner that was served to them gave them food poisoning. 
Hotel did some investigations. The kitchen was clean. They went back and looked at the uh, closed circuit TV, the surveillance footage. What do you think they found? You're wrong. What they found are was the women engaged in what I'm calling and what the newspaper is calling, quote, a booze-fueled orgy with sex toys and candlesticks. Used to be the name of our show, Sex Toys and Candlesticks. Ooh, you are sex toys? What does that have to do with food poisoning? Did I miss something? That's how the women got sick, Chelsea. According to the footage, graphic footage on the security cams, shows the women passing around toys and taking part in sex acts with the hotel's candlesticks while climbing on the restaurant tables and chairs. At the restaurant? I guess we all celebrate turning 40 differently. Only some of the 17 women took part in the, quote, booze-fueled orgy. Others appeared to capture the footage on mobile phones. Some bitch. Was it in Florida where they're like, eh, we got some food poisoning from you. And the hotel's like, you got more than food poisoning. Story number two is also about a lawsuit, but a different one. And I'm going to need you guys, Woody, Chelsea, to ring in on this one as well. The woman in story number two took out a small loan from one of these companies that will give you, you know, it's not your bank, but it's one of these loan companies. And uh, it was an $85 loan. So we're not talking about big ticket item here. Just uh, 85 bucks. But now she's suing the company. Anybody want to guess why? It's not easy. I realize that. Uh, they gave her too much? They gave her too much. <laughs> I realize I didn't give you a lot to go yeah, on. Yeah, I don't know. I even... It's got to be something she, weird. She uh, paid off the loan and feels that they falsely advertised. Now, you'd say to yourself, how could they falsely advertise? Because the company said in their literature that paying off your debt would make you, quote, feel an inner satisfaction and calmness that is comparable to having an orgasm, end quote. So paying off my loan is the same thing? All it takes is $85 to have an orgasm? Is that what they're saying? I don't think anybody's saying that. <laughs> they say paying off your debt. It's not that that it's not like you're paying off thousands of dollars. They have a tagline that apparently says paying off your debt makes you feel the inner satisfaction and calmness that is comparable to having the big O. Whether you bought whether you used eighty five dollars of their money or twenty thousand dollars of their money. I beg to differ. Well, you're missing the point. She paid off her debt. You're saying and did not feel orgasmic pleasure. The size of the loan matters. She's suing the company for false advertising. She wants, by the way, seventeen grand in her lawsuit. Oh my gosh. Where'd that number come from? I know what you're thinking. Well, obviously they're gonna toss that out. A judge is deliberating on it now after she presented her case in court last week. Is it Florida where a woman did not feel the pleasure of the big O when paying off her $85 debt and is now suing? Woody with story number three. Did you guys realize it's not against the law to have ink in your eyes and express interest in buying the post office? I didn't understand a word you said. It's not against the law to have ink in your eye and express interest in buying the post office. That's what I thought you said. 
That's what our friend in story number three learned. He was laying down on the floor of the post office lobby. People are like, you all right? He's like, I got ink in my eyes. <laughs> they said, well, why don't you get up and we'll get you some help? He's like, no, I got to stay here. I'm supposed to speak to the post office manager because he needs to sign a contract. I'm about to buy the post office. It's for sale. And everybody said, what? That's when the cops showed up and he began giving them false information. That's what led to a whole uh, host of other charges, including giving a police officer false information. And uh, it turns out there's a warrant for his arrest and he was trespassing because he had been told not to try and buy the post office again. <laughs> I told you once the post office is not for sale. Now you get. Was it in Florida where he claimed to have ink in his eye and wanted to buy the I mean, post office? We've all been there, right? I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've gone to the post office and thought, God, Dude, I wish I could buy this place. <laughs> Holy. Look at the view. Look at that. What's oh, the, oh, the smell in here is the great. The workers are all loving life, and it just seems to hum along. Gosh, this is a cash cow. Uh, Nick, all three stories actually did happen. Only one of them went down in the dingly dangly state. Can you tell us which one? Uh, story number three. You're going to go story number three. Yeah. That's correct. The Hobie Sound uh, post office, not for sale, by the way, in case you were thinking to yourself, well, my God, this is a lucrative business opportunity. <laughs> I usually just approach my mailman and ask to buy him. How much for you? <laughs> You're looking good. What are, what, what are you going to run me? How much for them socks? Uh, no, I already have your mailman's <laughs> socks, so we're all good That's on right. that. Uh, story number two, by the way, not even in this country. Unfortunately, to get the pleasure of paying off your debt, you're going to have to go to St. Petersburg, Russia, where we are still waiting for a judge to deliberate on false advertising over the <clears throat> orgasmic debt payoff. And not even in this country, the Broccoli Hall Hotel in Saltburn, England, is where the ladies claimed that the liver... Uh, the chicken liver that was served to them as a dinner is what got them sick. The hotel said, wow, you guys are the only ones that got sick. And after looking at the videotape, they realized the contamination came from the events that were going on the table, not the actual chicken liver. Which dinner. would you rather do? Uh, eat chicken liver or have some sort of um, candlestick orgy group loving it with a hotel candlestick? <laughs> It's a tough call. I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna have you think about that. Sleep on it, and we'll come back to that tomorrow. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Earlier on the show, we got into a uh, well, kind of a lengthy discussion. Thanks for everybody who contributed because there was a lot. We had started uh, out on this thing because <coughs> there was a story about a uh, a kid who had gotten suspended for three days, and uh, the story was strange. Who wants to fill in the details? Well, it just uh, he was helping his dad put together some furniture, and right. as a part of that, he had to break down some cardboard boxes. Yes, he used a pocket knife. He right. left the pocket knife in his pants, brought it to school, did the right thing, and learned that you should never do the right thing. Did the right thing, meaning that he realized he had the knife before any of the teachers or administrators did. So he just went to the office and said, "Hey." told the story. I was working with my dad last night. I forgot this was in my pants. Here it is. And they said, great, you're suspended for three days. And obviously it's become a thing. His dad is like, whoa, 
he turned himself in. He did the right thing. Why would you punish him? And then it comes back to, well, we have a zero tolerance rule about weapons. And we've talked about this periodically off and on because it raises its ugly head. Sometimes I'm sure it works, right? Uh, but sometimes it does not, like the times when a kid ate a Pop-Tart into the shape of a gun mm-hmm. and got suspended because he had a gun on campus or whatever. I mean, stuff like that is, you know, just seems ridiculous in a way of time. Well, what about this? Uh, Sebastian on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page says, I don't know if this counts, but in elementary school, I was sent to the principal's office for watching another kid kick a field mouse and, quote, doing nothing in my power to stop him, end quote. (laughs) Kick a field mouse. (laughs) Is that an extra special kind of mouse? I don't think so. Pretty common. Doing nothing in my power to stop him. Sebastian continues. This isn't like seeing a man getting mugged on the side of the road. <laughs> right. And failing to render aid. <laughs> I happened to be about 10 feet away and didn't even know what was going on. Principal, on. principal sent me back after outside after the other kid even admitted I had nothing to do with him kicking the mouse. So if I see an ant on the ground and I step on it. I should do everything you in my power. Ex- <laughs> you're supposed to put yourself between my foot and the ant? The teacher, Like a, so, a secret service agent? You're right. supposed to dive in, the, hand to your ear, talking into your sleeve? Mm-hmm. Sebast- I got this. Sebastian says the teacher who started this all, the explanation was that I was the biggest kid there, so I should have done something to stop him from kicking the field mouse. But by the time you realize what he's doing, it's over. Doesn't it just take one kick to get a mouse out of there? I think it just goes to show that sometimes high school, elementary school, administrators and teachers get it in their mind that... Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the way things should happen, and they don't have the ability to think critically outside of that. And so even a kid in elementary school gets punished. Sebastian's a big kid, and it's like, do something! You're big! That doesn't make any sense at all. It's a little bit crazy. Thank you, Jesse, for ringing it on the Woody Wilcox Facebook page. My sister was suspended in high school because she had a pair of tweezers in her purse. I mean, again, I guess we might need to know more of that story, Jesse, I, unless that was already explicitly banned. Well, there's different kinds. Or were there, was, you know, was there a previous incident with tweezers? I just, that's that What do you mean they're different kinds? Different kinds. There's a rounded tip kind that do basically nothing. Why have them? There's the slanted tip kind that could do some damage and actually work. And then there's a super, super pointy kind that could actually hurt somebody. If you what? Needed to remove a splinter? Uh, probably if you it went in your eye or your neck I'm or sure. anywhere. I mean, again, it's, it's sharp. Again, right? Almost anything could be fashioned into some sort of weapon. You've watched a prison movie or two. You know this. Right. I, you know, you have to draw the line, I feel like, somewhere. By the way, if you've got the slanty tip and you're really doing some damage, 844-4WW-SHOW. Beer Club Brandon. Beer Club Brandon. What's his name? <laughs> Try again. Slower. Beer Club Brandon would probably like to talk to you. It wasn't worth it at all. I didn't even know why I said it. 
Um, so we appreciate all those. There were a lot of interesting ones that came in, including shoelaces being banned. And Woody even corroborated that one where you had a zero tolerance on shoelaces. You said that was a gang thing. Colored shoelaces. Yeah. Uh, you can find all of those and all those calls on the podcast after the show. As always, if you haven't downloaded the free iHeartRadio app, that's where you can find all of our podcasts and stuff. The Woody and Wilcox channel. The Woody and Wilcox show. So did you see the story about the guy who, um, well, let me just read the headline. Drunk man becomes first to survive Hoover Dam swim. The Hoover Dam. You may or may not be familiar. Those of you that have been out west have maybe seen the Hoover Dam just outside of Las Vegas. It's right on the state line between uh, Nevada and Arizona. That's right. Is it one quite of those- a feat of technology and of the human spirit? Stood for decades. It is an amazing. It really is. If you've never seen it's the impressive. Hoover Dam, it is really? an amazing <laughs> thing to look at. I mean, you may think, "Well, I've seen a dam before." No, I mean, this is... Uh, one built by beavers. It's this one is, that'll make you say, damn. <laughs> it is amazing. Damn! But here's the thing. Uh, I didn't realize that people had been attempting to swim across the river at the dam prior to this. There's the Colorado River, and it flows. Uh, I think it's the state line there. And they have dammed it up. It's really dangerous, right? Because that's a hydroelectric dam. It's got a bunch of turbines in it. Yes. And there are 10 hydroelectric turbines that, uh, that at any given time are sucking water as they do. And so anybody want to hazard a guess as to how many people have died Trying to swim across the Colorado River at the Hoover Dam, which, by the way, is, I don't know if I have the stat in front of me. I mean, it can't be more than, I don't know. A couple hundred yards? 50 yards? I don't even think it's that oh, far. Oh, it's small. I mean, are, at, that, at that point, I don't think it's not very big. Now, are people trying to do, are they doing this as a dare? Well, it's not legal to do it. Let's put it that or way. Or like the guy in the gerbil ball trying to swim out in the ocean. Like, is it is it like a spur of the moment thing? 275 people have died at the Hoover Dam in the last decade. I was going to guess eight. I was going to do five. 275. Just in 10 years? In 10 years. Try in all of those. By That's not somebody going and throwing themselves off. Because it is, by the way, if you haven't seen it, I mean, it's hundreds and hundreds of feet tall. I want to say it's like seven, 800 feet tall. I think that's right. But that's not, these are just people swimming across the river but it happens to be where if those turbines are on, you get shot. It's like being sucked into a jet engine. Wait a oh. second. So what you're saying is drinking makes you a better swimmer? Is it like pool and darts? The man said he'd been on a 37-hour bachelor party in Vegas. Oh, boy. Oh. So he was on some yeah. other recreational pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. They stood under the, here it is, 726 uh, feet tall structure. And decided, I'm going for a swim. How did he... Ma- Only one of the 10 hydroelectric turbines were actually powered on at the time, and that was just luck. He didn't even realize that such a thing existed. So that's why He just everybody- thought he was swimming across a river. As did everyone else who ended up dead. No. I don't know about that. No. Maybe. 
There, there's a giant like they have a floating barrier that keeps boats away. Is it, isn't that, does that make Lake Mead or something like that behind it? I, it? It makes a giant lake. So there are people that are you know fishing and boating on that lake, but there's a giant barrier that you don't come close to for fear that you'll be sucked into the turbines. He says, I swam from Arizona to Nevada. I went across first and then swam back. Whole thing took about 30 minutes. So it's not, you know, it's not an incredible distance. Even though I was, this guy was British, by the way. He's not American. Even though I was knockered, (laughs) that's drunk. Does that mean he has knockers? No, it means he'd had a couple. Halfway across, I knew I had to get to the other side. I was sucked towards the wall. Well, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? I think he means by the one turbine that was on, luckily, not more than one, I was sucked towards the wall, so I knew I had to swim hard. Police were waiting for him on the other side when he was shocked to find out that what he did was not legal. He said there aren't any no swimming signs posted, by the way. I guess you're just expected not to know. He was fined $330. That's it? That's it. But there's a kid getting kicked out of school for a Beavis and Butthead shirt? What are we doing, America? Well, this is a foreigner. It's still in America, though. By the way, how about the first guy to swim underneath the Hoover Dam is not American, huh? USA. What's happened? USA. What's happened to our country? First math and science, and now this. USA! 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 I, I expect an apology, European Patrick. well i'm sure he's learned his lesson at this point a baby that Mm -hmm. learned his lesson i don't know if he's he's a full-grown man woody and wilcox the woody and wilcox show all right let's do this no let's do this (laughs) it's the end of the show not the beginning don't start it over right i'd get this right eventually let's figure out what we learned today on the show We learned that right now on Craigslist, because we did play around at Craigslist Prices Right, there is a uh, dude, ladies, who's willing to pay you $125 if you'll let him, quote, play with your hair for 45 minutes. Right. That doesn't seem creepy, I don't feel like. Oh, and a guy who's willing to hire you if you are what's known as a little person. He'd like to have you play human chess like they did in the first Harry Potter movie. He'll give you $300 for three hours of your time. He has the costume, so you don't need to worry about that. We talked a lot about zero tolerance policy. You can catch that on the podcast after the show. But started with a dude who was suspended for turning himself in for having a pocket knife after helping his dad open boxes the night before. We heard about people having zero tolerance in their school for shoelaces. For wallet chains, for belts. Yep. The guy suspended for not wearing a belt. Lack of a belt. In that process, we were reminded, I guess we knew this, but we were reminded that Woody, after graduating from college, went back to his old high school and was employed as a quote unquote security guard. What do you mean, quote unquote? Well, you said you weren't really. You wore a windbreaker and drove a golf cart. It said security on the back. You didn't even have a mag light to sort of bonk somebody on the head or carry beans in the stalk of it if you got lost. <laughs> I don't think it's called the stalk of a flashlight. <laughs> what do you call it? 
think it's the handle. I'm going to call it a stock. <laughs> Isn't that what Bobby Brady did on the Brady Bunch when he got lost in the Grand Canyon? He put beans in his flashlight. <laughs> By the so way, what? if you're putting beans in your flashlight, 844-4WW-SHOW. You know, it's been a long day. You're talking right now, right? Found out that a dude got suspended because he was wearing pajama pants at school, but but he was called out by his Spanish teacher, so he did get to at least hear the word pantalones. We learned that if a loan company that gives you an $85 loan tells you that paying it off will feel orgasmic, and then it doesn't feel orgasmic when you pay off your loan, you file a lawsuit. Because that's happening. We learned that a lot of people were not overly happy, specifically with the broadcast team of game number two last night on Monday Night Football. Rex Ryan made his debut as a color commentator on the game. Mm. And then there was a guy who was the sideline reporter, which, first of all, guy sideline reporter. They did branch out there. Usually it's a, uh, a female. Sergio Dip was his name. Did you catch any of that? It's a pleasure to be with you guys here on the field from up close, just watching Coach Vance Joseph from here. You watch him now on the screen. This diversity in his background is helping him a lot tonight. Quarterback at Colorado, defensive back in the NFL. And here he is, having the time of his life. He's weird because then he did that dance from Dirty Dancing. I have the time of my life. Nope. Step into my office. Why? Because you're f***ing fired. He lifted Von Miller up. Nobody puts Von Miller in the corner. Shut it. Uh, we found out that fast food causes, or I'm sorry, cures cancer. You Pre- really had to be here for I, that. I think prevents cancer. It doesn't no, cure. Say cure it. I think it was about as accurate as the other one. Uh, and uh, we found out that plus size will now be known as fabulous size at Kmart. So... A lot of discussion about that, and I'm not even going to go into it. I was hoping for large and in charge. You'll find it on the podcast after the show. It's like you're going to look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Woody and Wilcox channel of iHeartRadio. You can download the iHeartRadio app for free. Uh, tomorrow on the show, uh, not by popular demand, there will be a Woody game Wednesday. That'll rear its ugly head. Oh, yeah. Anything you wanted to add to the show before we wrapped it up, Dave? Because I feel like uh, you should have been wrapping this up maybe five minutes ago at this point. Uh Another great show, guys. Mm. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Everyone in this room is now dumber. Not for a second have I even dwelled on the fact that the show's over. I don't... uh, It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I don't uh, think about it. I I try not to think about it, and therefore I, you know, don't... Why don't you stop talking for a while? Because it's a very healthy way to deal with something that is ultimately not that important in the long run. It's not... Not uh, not important at all. The Woody and Wilcox Show. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.